Hello everyone and welcome to Scream Stream, your weekly dose of digital horror entertainment. I'm your host, James Gass. If you'd like to keep up with me outside of the podcast, you can do so at twitter.com slash jamesgass and on Instagram at instagram.com slash jamesgass. You can also drop me a line with comments and questions at screamstreamcast at gmail.com. And I am, I'm also working on a website. You'll be able to find it over at screampod.com very shortly. So first things first, uh, words cannot describe how excited I am to be doing this show for you again. Uh, if you are not familiar with ScreamStream, this is a podcast I did a couple years ago. Uh, I think I did up to like 50 some odd episodes. And uh, for various reasons, I had to shut it down and I have missed it. And what I do is every week I pick a random horror film from... Uh, all the different streaming services, I look through all of them, and or uh, most of them, and just kind of pick a random horror film and review it. Because there are so many horror films out there, you don't want to waste your time watching something that isn't good. I do the legwork for you, let you know what's good, let you know what's bad, and bring you a review every week. And I do want to let you know that uh, this is a listener-supported show. You can support me on Patreon over at patreon.com slash ScreamStream. You'll get extra podcast content, extra audio content, photos, updates, things like that that nobody else is going to be able to get. So if you would like to support the show, you can do so over at patreon.com slash ScreamStream. I would greatly appreciate it. So uh, I have been watching just recently uh, the Saw series because uh, Jigsaw is coming out October the 13th. I think that's when it's coming out. Friday the 13th, actually. Uh, and I have only seen the first Saw. Never saw any other ones. So uh, we got Hulu. Uh, actually, just recently, we got Hulu and saw that all of the Saw films were there. So we watched up until... We watched all the way through Saw 4. And this was last night. And today, we realized that Hulu took down the Saw films, so we're going to have to rent them off of Amazon. But we got all the way through four. I have to say, uh, I was not real sure about these films. Because, you know, when, when somebody does a whole lot of sequels from somebody else's material, you know, James Wan um, co-wrote and directed the first Saw and a lot of times, for me anyway, I feel that when another director takes on somebody else's work and does sequels, they, they're just never really that great, with the exception of Aliens, which da James Cameron took over from Ridley Scott. So there's, there's the one exception. <laughs> so, But anyway, these have actually been pretty good. I've been pleasantly surprised by all of them. I have enjoyed them all so far. Uh, and I just have the last three to finish up. So hopefully we'll get that finished up before uh, Saw 8 comes out. Uh, and then we've also we've seen Annabelle Creation. That was okay. Not too bad. When that, when that hits streaming services, I'll probably do a review on that. And just to kind of give you an upcoming what's in the queue for this show, all the, the reviews that I've got lined up so far, we have Creep. Uh, Death Note, which is new on Netflix, a Netflix original film, Other Side of the Door, next week I'm going to be reviewing The Void, uh, and then I might talk about 
uh, Channel Zero Season 2, which is No End House. And these are based off of Creepy Posses. Uh, I watched Season 1 Channel Cove, uh, Candle Cove. It was really good. I liked it. it. It took a little while to get up to, to pick up, but it was a good series. So I started watching Season 2. If you don't have Sci-Fi Channel, you can install the app, the Sci-Fi app on like a Roku device and watch it there. So I, I started watching that. I've got one more episode to catch up on. Uh, the Valdemar, the Vald, Valdemar Legacy. This is a Spanish film. I have to warn you though that Amazon Prime, it's free on Amazon Prime, but they only have the first film and I cannot find the, the sequel to save my life. It's, it's a direct sequel. I think they filmed both of these at the same time. I found a DVD for like 50 bucks. I do not plan on paying 50 bucks for, for the DVD. So hopefully, uh, Amazon will, will get that sequel up there. Uh, Beyond the Gates. And there's been a, a few other horror films that I've watched here recently. I started watching uh, The Devil's Candy. Uh, I didn't finish that one. And, oh, uh, Stephen King's uh, Gerald's Game just hit Netflix. And a few other films uh, as well that we'll get into later on. But the main topic of this episode I want to talk about is the 1990 version of It. Uh, we recently saw... The It remake, I have to say, I don't know if you've seen it yet. If you haven't, you, you really need to. This is sort of like the quintessential horror film. It had everything that a horror film needs to have. Very subtle humor, dark overtones, um, a constant sort of sense of dread. The jump scares were just enough. Like they didn't overdo jump scares. The creep factor was way up there. I mean, it is quintessential horror at its absolute finest. If you haven't seen the remake yet, I highly recommend you do so. So after watching that in theater, we decided we should probably watch the the original film from 1990. This was the TV series that aired on... I don't remember what channel it aired on. I do not have that information. I apologize. But it was a four-hour miniseries, and interestingly enough, George Romero was set to direct that, and he wanted to do like a 12-hour miniseries, like a full-on miniseries, Uh, and then after it got cut down to like six hours, he bailed, and so Tommy Lee uh, Wallace stayed on to uh, direct that. This was written, the, the teleplay was written by Tommy Lee Wallace and Lawrence D. Cohen, and it stars uh, Harry Anderson, Dennis Christopher, Richard Monsieur, Annette O'Toole, Tim Reed, Jonathan Brandis, uh, who uh, several years after this was made uh, committed suicide, uh, Brandon Crane, John Ritter, Richard Thomas, Tim Curry, of course, who played uh, Pennywise. It, it had a pretty big cast. Even Seth Green was in it. I forgot he was in this film. This, of course, was based off of the novel by Stephen King, which I have not read yet. That's sort of my next project, uh, is, to, is to actually read the book. So I've watched both movies now. So you can rent this film off of several platforms. I know it's all available on Vudu, but we rented it off of Amazon. The SD version, the standard definition version, is available for $2.99 to rent it, uh, and that's what we did. So right off the bat, I want to talk about the acting. The acting in this film was not very good. It, it was, 
And it wasn't, it was less of the adults and more of the kids. Uh, Seth Green was decent enough. Uh, but I have to say, Jonathan Brandis, who played the young Ben or young Bill, was just not very good at all. His lines were, he delivered his lines in such a cheesy way that it just really wasn't believable. It was, it kind of felt lazy. Yeah, it, it felt like lazy acting to me. Uh, I wasn't buying it. Uh, and then most of the other kids, they just, they just didn't do a very believable job. They, it was it was bad. As for the adults, the majority of the adults did a pretty good job. Um, I, I think uh, John Ritter, of course, stole every scene that he was in. Uh, he did a fantastic job, as well as Annette O'Toole. Uh, they both played their parts perfectly. Um, and then... Richard Monsieur wasn't actually in the film very long at all, and I, I can't—I don't want to really tell you why, because uh, if you are familiar with this show, I don't do spoilers. So acting, meh, not very great, with the exception of of those few. As far as uh, the story, it starts off, and here's here's where I want to make a couple of comparisons between this film and the new It film. Uh, the new It film focuses. Uh, specifically on the children, and and that carries through the entire film. We don't see them as adults at all. In the 1990 version, we we see them. We start off with the adults, and uh, one by one, as we're introduced to each uh, adult character, they remember like their first encounter with Pennywise the clown. I just didn't like the way that was done. I, I thought. I like the way the new one was, where it just focused only on the children. I think that's how the first film should have been. I felt going back and forth just kind of took me out of the experience. Uh, I, I felt it was a little convoluted. But overall, the story was fairly cohesive. Uh, there are some major differences between the Pennywise character. You know, he what he does is he appears as your biggest fear. And what the children fear in the new film versus the old film are, are fairly different. So that was, that was another major difference there. Uh, and as far as the tone of the 1990 film, there was, like, there was no scare factor at all. Now, I will say that Tim Curry did a decent job at, at Pennywise, but it, he wasn't scary. It, it, I think the, the main problem with the film was... It was too, too colorful. I, I, I guess that's the best way I could say it. And that, that the color of the film or the color used in the film didn't really help the the tone that should have been there. It should have been a darker film. It should have been scarier. But there were bright colors everywhere. Uh, Pennywise's costume was very bright and very colorful. It didn't portray a sense of darkness. It didn't portray dread the way that the new one does. I hate to say this. I know I'm going to step on some toes, but I think Bill Skarsgård did a much better job at Pennywise, and I thought his costume was much better than Tim Curry's uh, costume. Uh, so the, the overall tone of the 1990 film just was not scary. It wasn't scary at all. There were no jump scares. 
there was no tension. There was very little tension, actually. And then the bad acting just completely took me out of, out of the experience altogether. But one of the uh, more positive aspects I can say about the original It film was, was the cinematography. The shots were, were great. The shots were lined up well. We saw extreme close-ups when we want to see, when we should have been seeing them, um, especially when Pen- Pennywise sort of transformed, quote-unquote, quote, into like his little monster form with his sharp teeth and everything. We got like extreme close-ups on that to give you kind of a fearful effect or a scare, kind of a scare factor. Uh, well, that's what they were going for anyway, <laughs> but it just wasn't there. And, you know, it's funny because I always remember it as this scary film that we saw when we were kids this, that came on TV. Uh, I remember how scary it was when I was a kid. But then now going back and watching it, it, it truly isn't that good. It's just not that good of a film. Um because of, you know, just bad choices in color, bad choices in acting, um, or just bad acting altogether. Bad direction, I think. I think if George Romero had stuck with this film, it would have been a lot different. It would have been a much different film. It probably would have been a better film, to be honest with you. But yeah, it's funny. that You would watch this now just for that nostalgic feeling because to be honest it's just not that good is it worth renting for three bucks sure why not i mean for three bucks you get a three and a half hour film so there you go there there's kind of like my review of of it and i have to say that i am extremely disappointed that it it doesn't it doesn't hold up or doesn't stand up to time uh like i thought it would I thought it still would be scary, as as scary as I remember it when I was a kid. So then I have to wonder, you know, for the adults who watched it back then, did they think that movie was scary? If they did, what, where, why? What what about it scared them? Um, now, for the remake, I have to say the remake was pretty daggum scary. I highly suggest you get to the theater and watch it, experience it on the big screen, you won't be sorry. So there you go. There is my review of it in a kind of, I didn't want to do like an official comparison. Uh, I just kind of wanted to make a few few little minor comparisons here and there. Uh, and then one last thing I did want to mention, I don't know if, if you're a gamer or not, or if you like to play games. I, I love horror games because there's something... Playing a horror game um, is a lot different than just watching a film because it's your character that's going through this thing and it's your choice whether you live or die by some monster. Um, But anyway, if you do like to play games, uh, the Amnesia Collection is going to be available to free for PlayStation Plus members uh, starting in October. I believe that they're going to release that on, on Tuesday. And it's three games. It's uh, Amnesia the Dark Descent. Amnesia. Um, they did like some downloadable content for that one. 
and then also the sequel, um, A Machine for Pigs. Uh, those are probably the scariest games ever made. Um, they are going to be free. I will be playing them and probably doing... I might do something. I might do a review on them. Um, I don't know, because I don't, I don't know how many um, gamers I have listening to the show. So, so there you go. That's going to wrap up this episode. I hope you enjoy... Uh, the return of ScreamStream. And remember that ScreamStream is listener-supported, and you can support me through Patreon at patreon.com slash ScreamStream. If, if you have a movie you'd like me to review, please send me your suggestion to ScreamStreamCast at gmail.com, or you can tweet it to me directly, twitter.com slash jamesgass. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the show. I will have it in iTunes. It'll be back in Stitcher, Pocket Cast, TuneIn Radio, all those great places where podcasts are served. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram because I post a lot of stuff over there, a lot of pictures, um, a lot of horror-related stuff, uh, and on Twitter. And I do have a Facebook group still, and that's over at facebook.com slash groups slash ScreamPod if you want to uh, join us over there and, and join the conversation. Uh, you can post um, uh, show ideas, news, whatever you want to post over there. You can do that uh, as well. So until next week, I'm James Gass saying, if it was real, the cameraman would be dead too. Good night. <laughs>